What the The vodcast is back after a week hiatus. Uh, Kevin and I, our schedules just didn't work out last week. Uh, we promised we were going to be doing better. So, but you know, what do you really expect from us? We're just a couple of clowns out here. Um, but hopefully, going forward, uh, worst comes to worst, maybe maybe on Mondays we'll do uh, a live show uh, for the Monday night game. Oh, yeah. If, we bo- if we're both around. Oh, um, yeah. As always, the VOD of the VODcast, Scott Vodder, uh, with my co-host, cast of the VODcast, Kevin Casty. How we doing, Kev? How's I'm, I'm doing well. Everything's checking out <clears throat> over here. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful day in Chicago. Fall is upon us. Football is, it's uh, it's getting hot and heavy. So uh, How many I'm shootings out there in Chicago this uh, this weekend? I don't know. Got to be at least five, so... <laughs> It's only t- and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So again, uh, apologies for not uh, having an episode last weekend, um, but you know it's all good. We're back now. A uh, couple things to talk about this week. Uh, some interesting things. I do want to start off. We're not going to start off with the Steelers. Just real quick. I'm in a Survivor League this year. There were 1,600 people in it. With a purse of $40,000. Now, there's only 188 people left. The first week was a slaughter. I think over 1,000 people got out. The next week, you know, 200 or so people got out. And then same for this past week. So, if I win, I get $14,000. So, this is huge. This is huge. (laughs) Just want to put that out there. Now, I ha- I did have the Green Bay Packers this past weekend. And, boy, they almost gave me a heart attack. I thought yeah. they were going up against, uh, was that, Bailey Zappi? Bailey Zappi. Um, and, honestly, the, I mean, he went into Lambeau. He looked a little nervous on the sidelines. But whenever he got in the game, he uh, he was cool, calm, and collected. So, credit where credit's due. That, that was impressive. But, uh, yeah, the Green Bay Packers almost – fucking knock knock me out so can't have that so gotta be tight this week oh yeah it's a it's a close one those are the ones you don't expect to really uh really bump into for some problems but um yeah credit to bailey zappy he played pretty well for a banged up patriots uh, already struggling offense so uh credit to him but yeah hey you pulled out uh you got the i thought it was a lock i wasn't even really watching that game no i did too i (laughs) thought that it was at least a 10 point game or whatever so um But yeah, uh, keep it rolling, Scotty. What, 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 I'm, I'm excited to see what you got for this week for the lock. Yeah, so 188 people left. So fingers crossed. I've been I've been sweating these out just on my picks alone. I'm spending four hours looking at the spreadsheets, look, trying to figure and, it out. And what teams have we used? You only get one uh, one each week or one for the season, right? Yeah. Um, so Packers, use... Ravens, and who? Packers, Ravens, uh, Rams, nah. and Eagles. So, but they have these websites, you know, survivor websites that you can plan this all out. So I think I got my next, I pretty much have the rest of the season planned out. <laughs> Love it. Well, keep that plan tight. I mean, if uh, any of our 12 listeners are in this poll, you can't give any uh, insights out. So, Gotta be careful. I'm, I'm I'm doing well in Survivor. I'm not doing well in anything else though. No. My picks, my my fantasy. I mean, 
Kevin and I were in a barn burner this well. Two it was three teams in fantasy. <laughs> the uh, early the toilet bowl. bowl. <laughs> so, but yes, I did come out on top in a fantasy. My first win of the season over uh, my fellow co-host here. Uh, feels good to be uh, back on top, if you will. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we mentioned this on the show last time, but if if I lose, I have to eat 77 hot dogs. So it's just 77. Yeah, that's not too bad. So I'm I'm getting. A little sweaty over here thinking about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to be gonna even to... sweatier when you're eating the hot dogs. Oh, yeah. That's, that's going to kill me. Hey, uh, get us some sh- Chicago dogs, you know? That's going to get you your greens. You'll get some I'm tomatoes, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to spice pickles. It up. Yeah, I'm going to have to spice it up with chili cheese. Oh, yeah. You go over to Skyline and just grab yourself uh, four Coney dogs. I would if I had it. If I had that option. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, after you know, when I get in the 60s, maybe I'll be like, is it worth the... Two-hour drive? <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, they're smaller dogs, but then you got to run through the chili and the cheese, too. So you got to yeah. kind of weigh that. Uh, where's the real advantage there? So Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Um, let's get into it. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Pickett time. It's time. In Pittsburgh. It is time. Uh, a lot sooner than I would have thought. Uh, I think you and I are in agreement. We were expecting, like, maybe a week seven uh ish get around that halfway point but um mitch was just not cutting it i didn't you know honestly with mitch i didn't think he did anything to actually lose the job but it was clear that i mean we needed uh, a spark and the only way you're going to get that is if you bring in the first round pick kenny pickett yeah i agree (laughs) i mean and this has been my stance on um mitch this whole time i was kind of pushing the brakes on Kenny for now. You know, everybody was like, get him out now. But it's like, let's see what we have in Mitch for a bit. And and while he didn't suck, he wasn't the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Our offense was abysmal, and he really didn't do anything to keep the job either, though. So, you know, kind of being that realist in the middle, I wanted to believe in Mitch. I wanted uh, things to go well, but they really just weren't. Whether they were his fault or not, there was, yeah. you know, you're right. We needed a spark. There was no juice. There was no, there's no hype on this team on this offense, and I think Kenny does provide that. You could kind of tell just by the way the guys surrounded him and and played afterwards. But it, it definitely seems like this is the better move for now, just to go with the guy that we're investing in. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we still at the end of the day lost to the Jets, so we've yeah. got a lot of problems in Pittsburgh that it's not even worth spending. But you know what I thought? You know what I thought was awesome though. Hmm. I think it was on the throw to – I think it was Fryermuth where he got down to, like, the two or one-yard line. Kenny yeah. Pickett stood in there confident, threw an absolute rocket, and took a huge shot, got up, and was laughing. Yeah. Loved um, that. Yeah, he, he took a lick pretty good there, and you're <laughs> right. He bounced back up. He I don't know if it was shit talk or just, you know, a little, like – Head bump, you know, messing around with the yeah, guy like, that nice hit, man. down. <laughs> it, it, it seemed like a friendly little, like, yeah. yeah, that's right. You know, here he is. So that's the kind of play you really want. And, uh, you know, you just see that energy from him in the fire, which is exactly what this team needs. I mean, 
for those of you who are paying attention uh, to what's about to happen, it's regardless of Kenny or no Kenny, the Steelers are about to go through the ringer. Uh, oh, an absolute next, gauntlet coming up. Yeah, our <laughs> next games are uh, the Bills, uh, the Buccaneers, and then the Eagles and someone else. Uh, I forget who the last one is. I, I, I want. I kind of want to say it was like the Ravens or someone, Ooh, but don't. It's the Dolphins. It's the Dolphins. Oh, Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. As we go, Bills, Bucks. <laughs> Dolphins, Eagles, those are four of probably the 10, being generous, the 10 best defenses in the league right there, and perhaps four of the best 10 teams as a whole. So Kenny's about to get a rude awakening, I fear. But, hey, let's let him get a shot, you know, play some real competitive ball, see what kind of spark this lights in the team, and maybe we steal a win here, you know. I mean, we're one and three. We're about to go through a terrible run of, you know, competitive teams here. Let's just see what we got. Let's see if we can start lighting the fire. Yeah. I mean, my only, I mean, there's not a lot of hope for these next four weeks. The only hope I'm trying to get out of this is the Bucks haven't looked uh, too, too good. Uh, also, shout out hey, Tom Brady, you and Giselle. Hey, you had a good run. You had a good run. Yeah. That's uh, that's sad. You know, it's it's sad whenever you you know, it was really funny because, you know, whenever he retired, he was like, yeah, I didn't see my kids growing up, you know, missed all that. Months later, he, after being at home, he's like, dude, these fucking kids stink. Get me the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, the, the poor guy literally played football. I don't even so want to kiss well. him on the lips anymore. Yeah, he played football <laughs> so well that he might have lost his family over it. And that's just like, I mean, one, that's sad. But, hey, it, it costs a steep price to be the GOAT. And uh, apparently, did you see Antonio Brown's Instagram, by the way? Yeah, that dude. I mean, dude, I'm sorry. Antonio Brown, dude, that's that's so low, dude. I know you I know you're a scumbag, but Jesus, that guy has gone flown so far off the cuckoo nest. Like, I don't even know what to say to this guy anymore. Like for those of he's like in Dubai in a pool, ass naked, harassing women. And then he posts a picture of him and Giselle the day of the divorce, like. This man is so unhinged, he should be locked up at this Dude, Tom, Tom Brady took that man in to his house. Literally let him stay under his roof. And try, and to, rebuild, try to rebuild his career. I mean... And that's how you repay him? What a fucking piece of shit. I mean, I, I, it's a very serious issue with CTE, and this is, like, not even a joke. This huh. man's brain needs to be examined. Like, I have never... like. There's that's the only explanation. I don't care if he was kind of an asshole back in Pittsburgh, even in the early days, and he was just putting on a show. He's gone so far off the edge that science needs to do some research here. Dude, I, know, what I, know, I know every other football podcast talk show, you know, has said this before. But it I mean it but it really is true. Like ever since that perfect hit, that dude has gone banana land. It's ridiculous like that is like a life-altering hit like i mean whatever happened that point on like it's it's ridiculous one of the biggest and steepest falls of an nfl player i've ever seen in my life and you know what's sad is if he suited up today i still think he's good enough to be a top 10 wide receiver in the league which is insane yeah i don't know man it's just, it's just gone off the rails so quick i mean i, I fear for that dude's life now I do too. I feel for everybody that's around. The guy is just, he's a literal menace. And it's sad seeing that he was once such a beloved and, you know, on a good path to family. And it's just, I mean, it's gone. Oh, he was, he was a, 
he was the most famous person in Pittsburgh in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> insane. And now it, and, I mean, now he's escalating it again with, you know, jerking off or whatever he's doing in pools in Dubai. Yeah, that man needs to be locked up for sure. So it's only going to get worse. Yeah. Anyways, back to Tom Brady. I am curious, Scott, you know, the <clears throat> biggest chip on a shoulder we've ever seen in sports. What, how do you think this plays out for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers? Slow start, but obviously he's had some shit going on. What, what do we think the, what do we think is going to happen? It's one of two ways. And also like, I just want to say like, if, if you guys actually didn't hear this, they're not actually divorced yet, but they do have divorced lawyers. So yeah, it's, the it's start coming. of the end. Well, it's coming. The start of the end might have been a little while ago, but yeah. now it's happening. Um, I mean, it's only one of two ways. He can come out and just absolutely kick ass and be the Tom Brady we, you know, hate or love. Depending, <laughs> on. <laughs> depending on where you live in this country. Yeah. we. I hated him for a while, but ever since he went down to Tampa Bay, new respect, new respect. Um, yeah, he turned out to be or, quite likable. Or he's going to, you know, show up to practice and, and games with a five o'clock shadow, droopy eyes, uh, looking absolutely depleted, uh, pale as a ghost, and just absolutely stink. <laughs> it's possible. I don't know what's going to happen yet, but, uh, I mean, you're right. One of two outcomes is uh, coming. I mean, it's really got to be a Super Bowl title or, you know, a disappointing season for the heavily favored in the NFC Buccaneers. Yeah, because if I mean if they have a if he has a disappointing season, he's gonna look back and be like, "Dude, why the fuck did I choose this? Why yeah. did I end my career on this?" Yeah, that is gonna be tough. And now especially I have, and now I know have no family. Yes, so I mean, hopefully he still is able to see the kids, you know, whatever. But clearly, he just was not doing it for Giselle. And let's face it, I mean, she's got options. She's rich. She's beautiful. So I oh, would she's, wish. Oh, she's not yeah, waiting she, around. Oh, I mean. The amount of videos I've already seen today of her sl- or people sliding in her DMs. No, oh, I mean, God, yeah. I mean, you got to look out for uh, what's the quarterback on the Jets? But, Zach Wilson. Oh yeah, you got to watch out for him. He's, <laughs> yeah, he, he. You know, you know, he's already sliding in the DMs. I was gonna say she's got kids, and that's uh, the criteria for Zach Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh wait, uh, there's one other thing that uh, speaking of you know concussions while we're in. AB while we're on this topic. Yep. Uh, what do you think about the Tua situation? That was uh, uh, pretty fucking stupid. How did we miss that? <laughs> if you ask um, me. Yeah, uh, really, really bad handling of the situation. Like, I saw that the physician that cleared him has already been fired from the Dolphins organization. But yep. Um, you know, it, it's hard to. Look. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't the uh, Dolphins guy. It was the independent. Uh, uh... Uh, whatever medical guy they have yeah. at each place. Uh, well, somebody got canned, uh, and and rightfully so. I mean, it's hard for you know a fan to like kind of make that call because one, I don't know if it was the the coaching staff that you know pushed Tua out there, if it was Tua himself. You know, I'm not a doctor, nor am I anything close to it, so I can't tell you what really happened. But like, as a fan who watched the week before when he like stumbled to the ground and they said it's just a back issue, he had a spasm and fell. To me, it looked like a severe concussion. Like he was woozy. He couldn't walk. He could barely hold himself up. And then coincidentally, he takes one hit, like head hits the turf next week, and he goes into that fencing pose, whereas when you like can lose control of your limbs and they go in that weird, like his fingers were all jacked up. Oh, like, my God. Can, like, can Prime, like, just did, 
could they have shown it any more times? No. I mean, I, I wasn't even <clears throat> watching that game. And afterwards, it was like I watched it a million times. Like, I didn't see oh anything God. that wasn't covering it. And it's really sad. Obviously, I know people are going to, you know, come and see that. They want to find it. But for Tua and, like, his family and stuff, it's just a bad look to just keep seeing over and over. I do feel bad about that. But, um, yeah, terrible handling. If you want any – if you needed any more evidence that the NFL does not care about its players – and, again, I don't know if this is the NFL – the NFL Players Association, the Miami Dolphins. I don't know, but someone ought to be in trouble for this. What's uh, that coach's name? Uh, is it Mike McDaniel? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. I can't imagine him, you know, forcing him to go back out there. Um, I, so I'm not I blaming mean, him. I mean, because he – I don't I don't think he's part of the process at all. I mean, one, he's still coaching a game. Right. He goes – two goes back in the tent. All he's getting is the doc saying, hey, yeah, he's, we checked him out. Uh, it was just a back spasm. He's good to go. Pinch nerve or whatever. He's good to go back in. Okay. Okay, doc, I trust you. Why, 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 why wouldn't I trust you? He's got no reason to. If he thinks he's good to go, he's <clears throat> going to play his starting quarterback, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I mean, they had to have been I – w- I would think they had to have been testing him throughout the week before – he got hurt again. Yeah. So they had to have, right? If, so, so if their doctors are saying, listen, he, I mean, he, he's talking like the normal Tua. He's, he's acting like the normal Tua. We don't see any concern here. You know, they probably put him on a, on one of those concussion tests. Um, right. And honestly, like I, Kevin, you know, I've, I've had a handful like, of concussions. You've got like life. four in your time, don't you? I've had more, but yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> so, I mean, I know those tests seem easy, but if you have a concussion, I mean, they hurt. Oh, like, yeah. I, I mean, you're staring at a computer screen answering 100 questions or however many it was. I mean, my eyes were getting blurry and like my head was hurting. It was taking me significantly longer throughout the test to answer each question. So it's, it's pretty hard to fake those Un- unless you fake the, you know, baseline test which I feel like that's pretty easy for the doctors to see. Like, okay, it's, it's saying that you have a concussion right now. Right. You haven't, you haven't played – you haven't had contact in eight weeks right. during the offseason. So. Yeah. I mean, it, this is especially <clears throat> tough with the short week. You know, they went from a Sunday to a Thursday night game. That obviously doesn't help. Um, but, I mean, you got to think when you see a player kind of wobble like that, uh, you got to start thinking and say, you know, just sit down. I mean, like you, people's lives are at stake here. You know, the neurological damage that can happen from that, you know, that could change his life forever. So, yeah, I, mean, I think. And, and now he's clearly probably had two concussions in what, five days? Yeah. Since, since it was a Thursday. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that that could seriously do some real damage. Yes, I agree. Which is, so. which is sad. And I mean, and, though, I mean. Just watching this, I mean, having to see those fingers 500 times that night was, uh, it was, yeah, it brought back memories for me. And I didn't even, I don't think I ever looked like that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, that's got to be a very severe, you know, reaction to it. Again, I don't know. I think that happened very similarly. Uh, Donald Parham, uh, the tight end or wide receiver for the Chargers last year, if you remember, he also, his just on a, a touchdown pass, he uh, kind of yeah. just fell down and his head whipped on the turf. 
And he also had a similar reaction where, you know, his arms locked up in front of his body and he couldn't move. So very strange um, sights. You know, obviously it's different how it can happen. Um, but it is a bad look for the NFL, for the Dolphins, uh, the procedures. I don't know who's responsible, but, you know, it's just scary to see. Yeah, I mean, like in those – I mean, whenever you hit the back of your head on the ground like that, I mean, even if you're just like playing tag or, you know, sure. touch two-hand touch football and like someone just pushes you a little too hard, you hit the back of your head. That's – I mean, I'm sure everyone has dealt with that before. I mean, it's pretty scary. Yeah. I it, mean, feels, it feels weird. Right. And it, people like act like, you know, turf is made of just like cushiony substance. Like it's got some tire in there, but like it's still concrete underneath. Like it's not a pillow. Like it's it's a hard surface. And especially when you whip down like that, you know, just very free. I mean, honestly, with turf, I mean, honestly, if it if it hasn't rained there, which that game was down in Miami, the original one. Yes. So who knows like what the sun does there. But I mean, if right. it, if it doesn't rain for a while. Um, yeah, turf might be softer, but nine times out of ten, you're you got a little probably more oomph with the with the grass, especially if it rained the night before. Yeah, I would agree, just a softer surface. But I yeah. hate turf, anyways. They like the ACLs, like Sterling Shepard's injury and in MetLife Stadium a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. Like, they got to get rid of these turfs. Like, they have the money to maintain grass, make a beautiful grass field, and protect your boys. You know, like I'm not saying that nobody gets hurt on grass but it's substantially less and it's kind of damning evidence against it now yeah i I don't know it's just terrible situation it is so prayers up for two yeah thoughts uh, and prayers quick recovery uh yeah hopefully you know a thorough recovery i should say you know get better yeah yeah we yeah we do play them in a couple weeks so maybe maybe be a little Uh, more cautious with him (laughs) forgot about that yeah Yeah. well (laughs) I like our chances a lot more if he's not playing. <laughs> yeah, he's having a hell of a year. So yeah. I hope he can get back. But anyways, so Scotty, it's time. It's In time. Pittsburgh. We already talked about Kenny. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm that excited. Oh, wait. I did want to admit, I don't think, I think we got off it for, uh, a little early. I think we got I think, sidetracked. Yeah, I think we were distracted. But, so his first throw. Uh, was caught <laughs> by a non non Steeler. Um, I do want to go on record that I don't really think any of those interceptions were his fault. I mean, that especially that Claypool one. He's six four or whatever going he's, against a five nine. Going against a five nine guy. Yeah, he stinks. He should have caught that ball. He don't care what ball. you say. Yeah, I mean that. Should. I mean that is not on Kenny. That, no. that was actually like I was looking at that play like a hundred times because it just pissed me off more and more each time I watched it. He alligator armed that shit so bad. He like, could have easily gotten it. What are you six foot four for if you can't catch a ball like that? Like get your arms out, high point the ball, and make the plays that we drafted you do. We didn't draft him because he had great footwork or great hands. We drafted him because he's an athletic specimen, and all he's done since he's been here is have one good game. And then let us down. Oh, but he's he's a top three wide receiver in his eyes. Fucking yeah, bum. what a moron! Like you, you can make all those claims, but then you can't go ahead and play the way you have. Like I mean, he and this is like I mean, if, I'm thinking if I have him in fantasy football, I'm not even looking at. He's just gone. Like he's more useless than most receivers in the NFL. You know? Yeah, I mean he he does nothing. Um, 
On the other two, okay, so good thing about uh, Kenny Pickett, none of his passes hit the ground. None of them. He was 10 for 13 with three picks. None of them hit the ground. That's insane. <laughs> um, but what, what, what were the other two picks? He, I think one was to Fryermuth. Yeah, one was, again, it was tipped. Um, maybe not, you know, as ugly as the Claypool one. But, again, just a tipped ball ended up going to the defenders. Like, yeah, it could have been better executed, but not 100% his fault. And then the I last thought, one. I, I honestly thought that throw was pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was a good so... throw. You know, like, both of these throws were catchable. Let's say that. Yeah. And, oh, you yeah. know, then you do with what you will with the blame. But the last one was the Hail Mary on the last play yeah, of the game. I mean... Like, he threw the ball 70 yards and it got bounced up once and then the jet cut. Like you, when you're throwing a Hail Mary, you have like a 50% chance and you're fully accepting that the ball's getting picked. It's not a bad throw. It's just no. a Hail Mary. Like, so I mean, situation calls for it. So I don't think, I mean, I thought other than that, I thought he looked great. Uh, yeah. I clean up the turnovers obviously, but like I said before, I don't necessarily blame any of them on him. Um, no, and keep in mind, the other thing was, you know, obviously the targets to Claypool, like uh, he dropped the one. Pat Fryermuth was very involved. Even Pickens started getting in there. Keep in mind, that uh, rookie Sauce Gardner is a hell of a player, and he's been shutting guys down this year. I didn't even really acknowledge that. But um, Deontay couldn't quite get the separation he normally can, so maybe he doesn't have quite the um, rapport. With Kenny, as he did with Mitch and with Big Ben, where, you know, all he did was throw Deontay the ball all day. But, um, you know, again, I think I uh, <laughs> obviously we're about to play the Bills, Bucks, and Eagles. But, I mean, and but Dolphins, I, mean, honestly, but... I mean, honestly, if they take out Deontay Johnson a little more than, you know, what he's used to, we have, we should have weapon. I mean, Firemuth is a dog. Yeah, um, he's a beast. Claypool should be a dog. But he, he should, should be, but he's not. And then Pickens, yeah. he's a dog. I'm excited I I... to watch him. I did like how they incorporated him a lot more. Yeah, you can tell week, so maybe, was maybe it was just an element from camp. You know, the two rookies, they mm-hmm. were probably in the same, uh, you know, taking second team reps or whatever. They probably have that built out. So I, I could see Pickens making a big, big leap here. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. So I'm excited to see what he does more. Uh, I do have him on my fantasy, so he's been kind of a bust. He's just been riding my bench all, all year. But well, you know what your, you know, mis- you know what your mistake was. What you drafted a Pittsburgh Steeler to your fantasy team? I know. Well, I had Najee. <laughs> I had Najee last year, and he did well for me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's been awful this year too. Yeah, um, he did. He did say like some comment, like saying like it's not the offensive line, it's me. Like I gotta, I gotta get better. So I do like him taking ownership for it. I do too. Um, I think he's right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give him a ton of credit for it because I think that's what he should be doing. But yeah, it's it's nice to see that he's not just taking. The pussy way out. No, my I, I I agree, and I'm hoping to see some better things in the future here. You know, time time should help this roster. It's young, it's new. We'll see what happens. Yeah, um, I do want to get to an interesting story. Uh, <laughs> this year, everyone thought the Cowboys were dead, me included. <laughs> I'm right there with you. But this Cooper Rush dude, I think he's like the first person in. Cowboys franchise history to start his career four and Uh second, Dak Prescott. Uh Dak Prescott had one of the best records and I don't know if it yeah, was undefeated. I don't I don't I think I heard he was the first person. I think there's only been a handful of people to do that. Yeah, it's very possible, <laughs> but he is he's 
balling out a little bit here. You know, nothing too flashy, um, but he's three and zero as a starter. That is pretty wild, as you mentioned. Um, yeah. And a couple good wins, too. I mean, the Bengals, they had a bad start, but he took down the Bengals. He took down the Giants uh, in New York and then kind of pummeled the commanders. So uh, I guess we'll go easy on that one. But yeah. he's playing pretty well. He's getting the job done. So my question to you, is there is there uh, some QB controversy going to happen in, down in old Dallas, down I... in Jerry Stadium? I can't imagine there is, but I mean, if he continues, so they play the Rams this week. And while the Rams are a bit down, um, if they can get a win in Los Angeles, you might have to at least question it. Cause while Dak's their guy, we know that the money says it. <laughs> Dak played terrible in his debut. This is uh, before the injury even. And um, I mean, he's just played well. That's all. That's all there really is to it. Now here's my other question. You think Dak is looking at there and being like, oh, shit, they're really talking up this Cooper Rush guy. I got to get back. You think he might come back a little too early? It's possible. I saw they already <laughs> ruled him out for this upcoming week because he, quote, can't grip the ball. So makes sense. You know, he had finger or thumb surgery. Dude, if, he, for, if, he can't, if he can't grip the ball this week, he's going to be out for another couple of weeks. Are you yeah. kidding me? Well, remember what Russell Wilson did. He had the same injury last year, and he came back early, and he stunk. He still stinks. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I, I do think just give it your time. I mean, they're three and zero without him. So why not let him heal back to his full self? And then you lose a couple of games. You know, maybe Cooper Rush comes back to earth. Then you just let him roll, you know, like don't, don't do anything rash. Like let him heal up. Yeah. It's not, I, I mean, I personally don't think it's worth rushing him back, it, especially if you're winning. Agreed. So. Yeah, I mean, just let Cooper Rush do his thing. If he keeps balling out, I mean, that just prolongs his healing time. Yeah, let Coop cook. Yeah, and then and then you get Dak back at, you know, in three, four weeks here, however long, and then you got the playoffs coming up. So you got your yeah. franchise quarterback for it. <clears throat> yeah, well, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, obviously, weird things, you know, Drew Bledsoe and then Tom Brady entered, so – we will see. Yeah. And Scott, you know, well, I'm, I'm warming up on Cooper Rush here, but, you know, I'd like to, you know, talk about a couple guys here that are piping hot. Our new hot and cold segment? We're going to do a little <laughs> hot and cold here in the QB room. Nice. Starting off, there's two guys that nobody would have possibly thought we'd be talking about after four weeks in the NFL season. But... It's Jared Goff and Geno Smith, two guys that were pretty much thrown to the dirt, you know, forgotten. And here we are. Jared Goff is third in the NFL in passing yards, only behind Justin Herbert and Josh Allen. And Geno Smith leads the NFL in completion percentage for the abysmal Seattle offense, which, you know, what? I take it back. I can't even call them abysmal anymore because they're playing pretty well on the back yeah. of Geno. And uh, Gino has a higher uh, QBR than Russell Wilson right now. He's got a higher everything. More touchdowns, yeah. <laughs> yards, completion percentage, fewer picks. Yeah. So, I mean, man. who won the trade? Because if I remember correctly, the Seahawks got still already had Geno Smith, and they got like three first-round picks. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe Russ is just warming up to Denver, new system, new coach. But, I mean. New altitude. 
New out, yeah, maybe. You yeah, know, maybe he's just uh, balls, a balls, sooner. balls flying a little further. Yeah, <laughs> can't calculate that velocity. <laughs> but I gotta say, I mean, Russ, I don't, I don't know what's going on with him, but Gino is looking like the winner. The Seahawks might be the biggest winner of the off season at this rate. I thought they were going to be the like the worst team in the league. I did too. So and you know, hey, shout out too. Gino, shout out Gino. Way yeah. to go, dude. Big shout out to Geno Smith. He's playing great. Um, and then the other guy, Jared Goff. He got totally disrespected by the Rams, took him to a Super Bowl, wasn't great, and then they threw him away for Matt Stafford. And now he is pounding opposing defenses right now. He didn't even have DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown this week, and he mm-hmm. balled out. Like, well, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at their schedule right now. So they played the Eagles week one. They put up 35 points and lost. They played the Commanders week two. They put up 36 and won. Vikings week three, 24 points lost. Seahawks uh, this past weekend, they put up 45 points and couldn't win. So I don't. I mean, the offense clearly isn't the problem. I mean, they're putting up huge points. I'm pretty sure they're first in points in the NFL right now. The offense. I mean, 35, 36, 24, 45. I mean, those are big numbers. I I don't have the confirmation, but now that you read it, I would be stunned if it's not. Um, But But I mean, like, so so like I thought they were, I mean, and they've been favored to win the last two games. I think for the first time since 2017 or something. Yeah, I didn't realize this. I I forget where I saw this, but did you know last year they weren't favored in a single game? I don't think they've been favored in a single game for a couple of years now. <laughs> that is insane. Um, yeah, the Detroit Lions offense is first in yards and first in points right now. Their defense is 32nd, dead last, in yep. yards and points. They have the best <laughs> offense and the worst, worst defense. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. So, I mean, their record is one and three. So people would probably just look at that and be like, oh, the Detroit Lions stink again. But, I, I mean, they're one and three. They'd be right if they were talking about their defense. But, I mean, their yeah. offense is clicking. Yeah. So. I mean, it's a shame they're one and three. Even with that, you'd at least hope they're even at two and two. But, uh, yeah. I mean, Jared Goff, is, he doesn't even have his best weapons. And he's, uh, he's lighting it up. And that is just so fun to see. You know, the Detroit Lions are such a likable team. Like, the Detroit Lions are what the Cleveland Browns think they are, and no. they just aren't. So the the Lions, you know, I'm riding that train in the NFC this year. Go Lions, go Goff. I'm riding that train too because um, I highly recommend watching that show. What's that show? In, um, Hard Knocks. Oh, Hard Knocks. The, the Lions were featured this preseason, and this this was the first time I ever watched Hard Knocks. People were. I mean, I was listening to Pat Magsby's show, and they were like, dude, I'm all in on the lines. This team is fucking awesome. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a try. And, dude, Dan Campbell seems fucking awesome. Oh, I'd follow, he seems I'd like a great dude war. to play for, dude. Um, yeah, and I mean, honestly, like all the guys there, I mean, they seem great. So, they, I mean, they seem like a family. Um, and, they, and they really want to, you know, prove everyone wrong. And help Detroit out. So yeah. I'm I'm loving it. I mean, I know they're one and three, but we've seen some good stuff out of them. Yeah. So we have I'm, I'm really pulling for them. I'm right there with you. If I'm picking anyone out of the NFC to cheer for, it's the Lions, no doubt. And you, 
And, you know, like, even if they win, like, five games, oh, that's that's a huge step forward for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean they've barely won three games a season over the last five years. They they need something, and uh, I hope they get it. They're, they're really fun to watch, too, you know. High-scoring games, fun offense, good fan base. You got to love it. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely have the offense. They, I'm thinking they're going to have to make a move for, you know, before the trade deadline to yeah. bolster up that defense a little bit. I agree. You know, even if they're even if they're just giving up thirty points a game, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you know? anything's a step up. <laughs> Hard to get worse at this rate, but yeah. Um, speaking of on the lesser side, Scotty, let's talk about the cold QBs, and uh, the pun is quite intended. Oh, yeah, and I got oh, we got one in here that I haven't mentioned all year, and I oh, I can't wait. I can't, been I can't, your chops can't, can't believe can't believe I haven't mentioned this guy yet. <laughs> Uh, well, the pun we'll start off is uh, first off is Matty Ice. Uh, he looks like the second worst quarterback in the league right now. Uh, the Colts, Colts are a disaster. I can't believe they beat the Chiefs at uh, last week, but they lost to the Titans. Their offense looks terrible. Jonathan Taylor's hurt. Matt Ryan can't throw the ball. The offense can't protect. I like the Colts. They're a team that I do root for, you know, if uh, other teams like Steelers are not involved, but um, they look abysmal right now, and Matt I- Matty Ice looks like the second worst quarterback in the NFL. I heard the uh, the Colts owner uh, is putting the GM and head coach on the uh, hot seat. Yeah, you absolutely he, deserve to be. Yep. I mean, every dude, the last couple years, I've heard like the Colts are good, the Colts are good, and I want to believe it because, like you said, I do like the Colts. We got a we got a couple buddies who are Colts fans, so. I don't want them to be just miserable. Obviously, I don't want them to beat the Steelers or any time we play, which yeah. the last couple of times they came in for a game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, just look at the way that they're building this team right now. There's, they've had a good defense. They've had a great O-line, a mm-hmm. great running back now. But the problem is they're going through these mediocre QBs like frat boys in a bong. Like, well, they're, they're just, just they're, they're like the, They're like these had-been quarterbacks that – just don't have their juice anymore. You, what do they? What do they keep taking a shot on Philip Rivers at the age of like thirty nine, and then Carson Wentz, who was a train wreck at the end of his tenure in Philly, and now we're at Matty Ice, who looks less mobile than Ben Roethlisberger did last year. And those are words I never thought I'd say. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, I don't know what they're. I don't know why they're just. I mean, if you're gonna have that roster, you got to find the money to shell out for a better quarterback. Yeah, like I'm I mean, sorry. I know it's slim pickings, but I mean, this was not the move. Like, take a draft pick, you know, start from scratch. Because what they're doing is they're just finding the scraps that are left at the end of a good career for a QB. Yeah. Get some juice in there, you know. Like, why were they, why wouldn't they go after a quarterback? There was a couple guys and they didn't have to spend a high pick on Malik Willis and Desmond Ritter. Like, they've got, like, I think it's Sam Ellinger, uh, Ellinger or, uh, Someone else that's young on the team, give them a shot. Like they might not be the best thing in the world, but what you're doing has not worked for three years. Well, I mean that's I mean that's sort of like what the Steelers did. You know, I mean they, you know, we haven't really seen any production much out of Mitch Trubisky. Everyone kind of thought that was Matt Nagy and you know their relationship. Yeah. I, w- I would I like that pickup. Um, now we're one and three. We got we only got you know three and a half games out of him. Um, 
But I like bringing him in and then just handing it over to the young guy. You know, get the young guy a couple games of experience. I was hoping for a little bit more <laughs> experience, you know, just. Yes. But, I mean, you know, Mitch Trubisky sat behind that uh, Josh Allen last year. So, yeah. I mean, he, he was, you know, taking a lot of stuff in. And, I mean, you saw how amped, I mean, the fans and even the team was whenever uh, Pickett came in. You know, it didn't go our way, but I thought, um, all things considered, it looked like a better, more amped up team with Pickett in. So even if you, even if the Colts went after like one of these older guys, you could still draft the younger guy just in case because that that will give the team some juice. Yeah, I agree, and I mean. Things could have gone better for Kenny. I mean, the Steelers' defense is also a disaster right now. We gave up two touchdowns in the fourth quarter after Kenny led us to two touchdown scores. So, you know. Yeah, well, I'm not I'm not making any excuses for the uh, defense, but, I mean, I think Hayward got hurt. Uh, Witherspoon, Wither, Witherspoon was out. Witherspoon stinks anyway, so. Yeah, but, I mean. He is the starter for a reason. Yep, that's so true. Who's, our, who's, who's the backup? Yeah, best we got. Uh, right, and then Scotty. obviously, obviously, TJ Watt. We, I mean, we yeah. we just we've never won without him when no. he's on, been on the team. So, like, let me say this real quick because like we're you know, zero six without him. Or yeah, something. my like I've always said, you know, Aaron Donald's the best player uh, on defense in the NFL. You know, he probably will be until the day he retires. There's a pretty good case for TJ Watt when you just look at that difference. Like the Steelers, by no means, have been at a least good team. Maybe, maybe not the best, but at least well, he was the best last year, but. At least the most impactful. Most imp- yeah, the mm-hmm. most valuable too. Because yeah, I mean the Steelers have not been a good team for probably like four years now. We've gotten by, like with some ugly wins and whatever happened in 2020 when we won 11 games and then lost like the last five or whatever. Like I don't know what happened there, but we have not been good. But when he's there, we're good. It's so hard to explain how one man on the edge can be so impactful for a team. And I mean, like you said, we haven't won with him and the record is with, or we haven't won without him record with him is insane. So I don't have yeah. the exact figure. Yeah. I mean, I would say definitely, you know, I mean, this is, could be my bias just because I watch all the Steeler games, but mm-hmm. at least in my opinion right now, I mean, he's got to be the most impactful player for our defense. Well, I mean, Obviously, he's the most impactful, but I mean, you just yeah. you just see it in the stats whenever he's out. I mean, yeah, we just, we just have no chance of winning. <laughs> yep, you're right. Zero and six since uh, without him. I mean, it's just there's no chance with him. Um, yeah. All right, Scotty, I will give you the floor to unleash hell on your man. You know, I haven't talked about this guy in a while <laughs> because he he moved out of our division, so we don't play him anymore. I'm sure you guys all know if you listen to the podcast in the last couple of years who I'm talking about. I'm talking about my boy Baker Mayfield. Dude absolutely stinks. He is so bad. <laughs> Dude, I think he's on the hot seat now. You, oh, he I is. Think, if, I, I mean, I think they got someone is his career over if he just keeps playing like shit now? As a starter, yes. The only reason I'd say, and this might be speculating a bit, but Sam Darnold is on IR and he's not healthy yet. With if if he wasn't, I can't sit here confidently and tell you that he wouldn't have been replaced yet. I think he would have. I mean, this. I, I mean, this dude is throwing. Well. I mean, I mean, this dude is 
throwing picks left and right. He's getting hurt. I mean, getting hit. Can't do anything. You know, maybe did uh, Christian McCaffrey play this weekend? He did. He finally had a very good game. And that was one of the frustrating things is that he wasn't throwing Christian McCaffrey the ball. And Christian McCaffrey is the best player on his team. And he finally oh, yeah. did it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, honestly, I mean, they should not be a bad team. I don't think. I think I think they have some weapons. Baker just has to play okay, and he's playing like shit right now. So yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, it's it's real nice talking about this guy again because you know, it was it was nice you know watching him blow games against the Steelers. All those years, uh, me ripping on the you know some of my friends who are Browns fans, telling them he's trash, and them telling me that he's. He's good. Uh, yeah, what do you think about that now? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm looking at here. He's, I think, 27th, if I'm counting correctly, 27th in yards. Um, I mean, let me see if I can find, like, QBR or something, because I'm pretty sure he's dead last in that um, amongst qualifying QBs, obviously. But, I mean, it is just – abysmal for this guy right now i mean the team looks bad he looks worse and you know what's sad and i can't believe i'm even saying this i almost wanted to root for him this year because the way that cleveland just threw him out of town you know i'm not saying he was good enough to keep or anything but like it was so disrespectful the way that it all went down i almost was rooting for the guy to give you know the last give the finger over to cleveland and you know, honestly, so smart. Yeah, honestly, I was actually going to say the same thing. I really wanted him to win that game against the Browns. I know I've been shitting on Baker since he got to Cleveland. Um, but yeah, the way they did kick him out. I mean, he got his first play, their first playoff win since like 2010 or something. Oh, my God. It might and have been they longer just, than that. <laughs> yeah, probably. And they, oh, wait, yeah. Wasn't it like the 90s? Yeah, something like that. They hadn't made the playoffs since 2010. I yeah, don't know when the yeah. last win was. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like, I want to say the 90s. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but, I I mean, I they so he wins the first playoff game against the Steelers, and they say, hey, it's time for you to hit the road. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. I know that uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sign we're gonna sign this uh, rapist who's accused of you know molesting like thirty women. Yeah, <clears throat> and you're uh, gonna get, and you're gonna get the fuck out of town. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it was allegedly allegedly allegedly. Of course. Yeah, I don't want to get sued here. Yeah, allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, so I just went and checked. QBR, Baker Mayfield is thirty second. Passer rating, Baker Mayfield. Wait, out of- how many, how many QBs are qualified? Uh, 33. Is a... Actually, oh. only 32 for QBR. Passer rating, <laughs> 33. And he is 30th. Only in front of Mitch Trubisky, Justin Fields, and Trey Lance. Oh, wow. So, not great. Uh, not not good at all for... You know, I have, I have noticed uh, a lack of progressive commercials featuring, featuring Baker this year. <laughs> well, yeah, he got kicked out of his own house. So... Yeah, I mean, sorry, bud. Yeah, not great. Not great at all. Yeah, he, he stinks. Um, he's pretty bad. Also, he's 31st in uh, completion percentage. 
Only people that are behind him, and again, they have 33. Trey Lance, who missed his first, second game with a broken ankle, and Justin Field, who's only passing the ball like five times a game. So Wow. Baker, I'm sorry. You'll be a fine backup in the NFL, but I think it's sadly time for you to go. Yep. Oh, man. All right, Scott, let's hop into the AFC North here for a second, and let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens because this is a team that if the slightest thing goes differently, they could have 10 more wins in the last two years than they do right now. They just continually miss the nail in the coffin to put teams away. Yeah, they've they've really been on a bad luck spell here. Um, So... They were up against the Bills. I don't know how by how much, but I I mean they were up by a good bit over over you know two digits, double digits. Um, so they lost the Bills. Bills came back. I mean Bills absolutely. I mean I love the Bills. They look they look so good. Jordan Poyer on track for seventeen interceptions. Yeah, take Sick. that Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, um, I had to get my shot in there. Yeah, and then uh, the Dolphins a couple weeks ago, right? They were up like thirty to seven yeah, going yeah. into the going into the second half. Blow that one. Yeah, I think they gave up like twenty eight points in the fourth quarter, which that's got to be a record. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think well, weren't weren't the Dolphins was was it the Dolphins game that they were losing? By like two scores with less than two minutes, and somehow pulled it off. Or was that a different game? There, I know there's oh, that was the great... Jets over the Browns. Oh, that yeah, yeah. There's been, the... there's been some there's been some wacko games this year. Yeah, the Ravens had a 28 point lead, or maybe even a little less. They uh they gave up 28 points in the fourth quarter to the Dolphins to lose that game. Yeah. So so the point still remains. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't know what's happening there, but they're they're just like in monumental collapse mode at the end of games. And through I mean Lamar Jackson, his price tag is skyrocketing. Ooh, he they told him, you know what, you gotta earn your last year for the contract. That might be the worst idea the Ravens ever had, because it might just be going up. I know he wanted a hundred percent guaranteed. He's going to get it, and he's going to get even more cash with it now. That is – he is a baller. I know we knock on him sometimes for being a bad thrower, but I've always been on the side of this kid wins games. I don't care how he does it. Well, I mean, I, I think uh, the bad thrower thing is kind of put to rest at least this year. I mean, he, I is, mean, he, is, he is balling out. Yeah, and so far. His price tag is going up. And who knows if some team will swoop in? I don't know, but uh, how somebody... mad? How mad would Baltimore Ravens fans be if that's well, the case? Yeah, I mean, you got to watch out for that because it's a very realistic possibility. I mean, we talked about how the Browns kind of screwed everything up when it comes to guaranteed money giving mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson that contract. But you know, if this is the trend that we're seeing, you know, you might actually have to look out for it. So, um, and the dangerous thing is, like, while he's balling out he's playing great he's throwing the ball great he doesn't even have all his weapons i mean he's it's a bad wide receiver core well they well i mean yeah i mean they they shipped off the uh, age was aj brown uh no they shipped From, off marquise hollywood brown 
Uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown. <laughs> AJ, yeah, AJ Brown yeah. was a uh, tight, but yes, correct. Yeah, but so so they shipped him off his his best wide receiver, and so he's still balling out. Not, and he's he's not only doing it with his arm, he's doing it with his legs. I mean, dude is he, running all running <laughs> circles around these defenders. Yeah, I don't mean this as a joke because I know there's you know the famous insult you know like he's a running back. This isn't even an insult. This is a compliment because right now I think he's a top three quarterback in the NFL. He could also be a top three running back in the NFL right now. He's that good. I think it, I think at least before this past weekend, his stats were like he would have been like uh, running back number three or something. Yeah. I mean, he so... <laughs> had, it was a down week for him and he had 73 rushing yards. Like, what the hell? Yeah. That's insane. That's, that's wild. I mean, he's so... just – he's always – you. I don't know how you have a solution for him. He's just that good. Yeah, so but, would I love to see him get out of the AFC North and some other team sweep in and take uh, him? Yes. Oh, Lord, please help us. I mean, yeah, somebody please. swoop in with that blank check and just give it to him. Yeah. Um, but, if, I mean, if you're the Ravens, you got to be, like, texting him all the time, like, yo, can we please sit down? Please, please, yeah. please, 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 please. It's going to keep <laughs> like, getting worse. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man. I mean, I was a little skeptical, like, before the season. Um, I was like, because, yo, shout out to him for representing himself and knowing his worth. Too. Yeah. I mean, he, awesome. had a, he had That's a down awesome. year last year. I mean, yeah. I think a lot he, of the concerns were realistic, and he took a chance on himself. And like I said, he's going to get handed a blank check by somebody this offseason. Yeah. So, um, I mean, like, I was kind of like on the Ravens side. I was like, man, they're giving him, a, from what it sounded like, they were giving him like a hundred and you know, 80 million guaranteed, you know, with, Oh yeah. You know? So I was like, I was like, because that Deshaun deal was an outlier. So yeah. I was like, dude, you gotta, I mean, why not take it? Yeah. But then I mean, we but thought I mean, he was now, a fool. Now I'm seeing him ball out. I'm like, Holy shit. This yeah. dude really bet on himself and it was fucking paying dividends. Yeah. I mean, we thought he was crazy when he turned that offer down and uh, yeah. looks like we're the fools. Yeah. Cause I was, I was thinking like, Dude, why not just take like a Kyler Murray deal, you know, like around there, which Kyler Murray, eh, maybe spending a little too much time on that Xbox. <laughs> seems like, you know, I mean, you got the Call of Duty double XP weekend. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got, they got a, they got a, um, someone in the Cardinals organization has got to get a, you know, whoever develops that Activision and be like, hey, tell Kyler Murray. If he wins us, you know, the Super Bowl, we're going to give him an 8 XP. <laughs> Just him. Nobody Some insider else. trading. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else gets regular XP. Kyler Murray gets eight times. I think that's what they're going to have to do. Because dude does not look like the same to me. <laughs> no, it's not the same, but he is – I mean, right now, he's just, like, voluming his way to it. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure he leads, and actually, hold on, I have it up right now. Pass attempts. Yep, Kyler Murray leads the league in pass attempts. Um, So he's just heaving the ball all day, every day. Um, It just doesn't look good. I mean, he's got the most attempts, but he's 15th in yards. Yeah, like, I'm I'm just, like, not seeing the same electricity, you know, 
was it last year or the year before? Like oh, both. I mean, he's yeah, been both. last year was when we really well, until um, their until their collapse. Yeah, the end, he got hurt but, a little bit, and then the, I, mean, I I think the Cardinals coaching is awful. Like they should be so much better than they are. Yeah. Like Kyler Murray, I still think is top five to ten talent at quarterback. But he's just playing bad. I mean, yeah, James Conner's a little hurt, and I don't know what the O-line is. But, I mean, you've got Zach Ertz and Hollywood Brown and D-Hop's coming back. Like, they should – there's really no reason for them to be bad. But they just look off. I don't know. I think I think uh, they're just going to have to survive until D-Hop gets back. Because I think once D-Hop gets back, that's going to change the landscape of that offense. Yeah, so, I think so if they, too. If they, can, if they can sneak off a couple, win- I mean, he's only got a what, two more week suspension? Is it six games? Uh, it was, was six it? games. Yeah, so he'll yeah. be back week seven. I'm not sure who they play, but um, yeah, but I mean, like, I think I don't know. It just feels like it. Does, like that offense just doesn't have the same electricity. I mean, like, I'm not even like hearing. I mean, the only thing I'm hearing about them is that man, they these guys don't look good. Yeah, I've watched and everyone's them. everyone's just talking about how <laughs> that that clause that was in the contract that you got to yeah, watch game I'm, film. I mean, that's you know that's very newsworthy. You know, like you kind of have to at that point. Uh, it's just definitely a uh, something to look out for. But I, I don't think it's necessarily his doing. He hasn't been running the ball that much. I've noticed, which yeah. is interesting because that's what we really uh-huh. loved about him was his ability to just turn on the jets out of nowhere. And he's fun to watch. I mean, he looks like a toddler running, but dude, he looks so cute when he <laughs> runs. <laughs> um, it's weird though. He's not doing it as much this year. I don't know if he, maybe he's hurt or he's trying to protect himself with this new contract. I don't know, but like something looks weird. Yeah. So, something is, I don't know. It, it just doesn't feel like the same team. I don't Agreed. Know. But I, I think I, I definitely think once D Hub comes back, I mean you get that I mean he's a he's an absolute dog. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's very possible for him to turn it around. I don't think it'll take much. I think their coaching's bad. Uh, Cliff Cliff Kingsbury, right? Uh, he's too he's too busy snorting coke in his fucking mansion out. Oh there. yeah, his evil villain lair or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean I mean that looks like a house that should belong in Miami. Yeah. Oh, easily. Like, <clears throat> I mean, the picture of him in the draft just sitting by himself on NFL oh, draft yeah. is just so weird. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, quick point I want to talk to. I want to say something about football coaches. Um, and this has nothing to do with the NFL, so I'm going off script a little here. College football. Dabo Sweeney needs to stop fucking running out in front of his team every single fucking home game. It's childish. The game is not about you. All right, it's about your team. Let the let the players run out with you at least. You don't need to be fifty yards ahead of them, sprinting out to the logo. Almost lost this weekend. Oh no, it was Georgia. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really, I don't watch a ton of college. But... I don't either. But I, <laughs> I, I saw that. I saw those clips, and I'm like, dude, this is so cheesy. You're, yeah, you're a fucking clown. Yeah, he. I think he's just trying so hard to be a personality. So, uh, yeah. Well, he's trying to build his own brand. He's not. I mean, I don't know. See, I, co- I don't know why o. that. That just pisses me off so much. It it probably shouldn't, but because I don't really what, care about college football. <laughs> yeah, but Coach O, you know, is such a character without even trying. So that's how oh, you got to do it. Yeah. Oh, you want to give me some gumbo? <laughs> 
Go easy on that cigar, boy. <laughs> what a um, all right, let's let's uh, let's wrap this up. It's all right, let's on. get into some picks. What do you say? Yeah, again, just oh wow, where are we? We're over an hour here, Kev. Yeah, Sheesh. we've been, uh, been seventy minutes. Up. I think this is our longest longest episode of the year. Yeah, I think we chatted a little bit before, so. Oh yeah, true. So we might be around that hour mark. So it might be pretty good timing, actually. All yeah. right. Well, just a quick update for you all, because you know I gotta gotta boast while, uh, while no. I can. Um, so currently in the standings, uh, I am four and or excuse me, I don't know if I updated. I, I updated last week. Ah, okay. I am four and two, and Scotty is one and five. So things are not going well for the vod of the vodcast. So straight, he's straight up, around. fade my picks right now. <laughs> fade them. <laughs> open uh open up the sports book and put it all on whatever Scott yeah doesn't do seriously put your mortgage on it awesome well scotty i'll let you start us off here then with a couple picks um as uh, i think the favor is yours kind of the yeah. opposite of golf all right so i'm gonna go with an upset here um this may come as a surprise but I'm going with the Colts over the Broncos, baby. Oh, in Denver. I think – I don't know why the Colts somehow beat the Chiefs. They did. They, they look did do that. terrible. But, hey, maybe they can put it together again. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's it's very strange. I wasn't expecting them to, you know, beat the Chiefs. Uh, they're one of those teams that just comes out and surprises you every now and then. So, And the, and the Broncos aren't really looking – good like we talked about earlier so i'm just gonna go with the chiefs it is at uh mile high so i think uh russell wilson's gonna have some trouble with that elevation you know slinging the ball too far yeah i mean he clearly his calculations are off that's that much we know mr unlimited Unlimited. did you see his sandwich oh my god we should talk about that real quick his i sent that i sent that video yeah that is Uh, the danger witch what a freak he is, dude. I didn't. I didn't really. I really didn't know how weird this motherfucker was until this year. This dude is so strange. If you haven't seen Russell, if you haven't seen Russell Wilson's Subway, Sam, it was Subway, right? Yes. Yeah, Subway sandwich commercial or TikTok or whatever the fuck that was. You gotta look it up. It Go is find the, it and brace it yourselves. The, it is the weirdest thing you'll ever see. He's trying to talk to you. Like, you're having a conversation. He's like, what's the most dangerous thing you've ever done? Oh, really? Oh, that's dangerous. Wow, that is dangerous. <laughs> you want to know the most dangerous thing I've ever done? No, that's too dangerous. I can't tell you. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is, is this guy? This guy has got to be on – I don't know if he's trying the Aaron Rodgers ayahuasca thing, but it is not going well. It's got to be a bit, right? Like, I, I refuse to believe that this is how an actual human being is. Like, he's got to just be going along with the goof at this point. Like, he did one weird thing, and he just fell off the deep end. I, it's just so weird that this just happened all of a sudden. Dude, I'm, I'm beginning to think he's an alien, like Mark, Mark uh, Zuckerberg. I mean... There, there's, there, I mean, no normal human being acts like that. Yeah, no. I, I've I, I've seen crackheads on the street that act like that, <laughs> but nobody that is an NFL quarterback should be acting like that. No, 
doesn't make what any the hell sense. is going on what happened to that man dude i don't uh, know <laughs> anyways well i've gotten some time to think about it here and uh i'm also yeah. gonna take a bold one i think i'm gonna surprise people with this upset as well but i'm going to take the jets over the dolphins um i think you know they got zach wilson back a little juice they just beat the steelers on the road and now they're at home um I don't know. I think it's possible. Two is obviously not playing, so I think this could be a good opportunity for them to play a division opponent tough. So I'm going to go with Zach Wilson, the milk hunter himself. I don't uh, hate that pick, honestly. Uh, I think that spread would have been, you know, seven and a half oh, for the yeah. Dolphins at least if if Tua was playing, if Easily. not more. Easily. But yeah, with Tua out, I mean, who who is the backup? I think it's Teddy good. Bridgewater. Okay, so not, yeah, it is Teddy Bridgewater. Could be terrible. worse. Yeah, could be much worse. I mean, I mean, dude, Teddy, Teddy's his careers, man, unfortunate. Yeah, it, him and Tyrod. Ah, uh, Tyrod. Yeah, he's oh, at man. it even harder. I mean, the punch yeah. lung. Oh yeah, tough. Um, very tough. No, nah, but I don't. I don't hate that pick. I, I, I kind of respect it. Hey, you got to risk it some. I'm surprised it's only three and a half, if we're being honest with you, even without Tua. I mean, the Dolphins are just, they've been playing like one of the best teams in the league. Like, yeah. So I'm surprised, but um, maybe that makes me feel a little bit better about it. They think it's a little closer. No, I like it. Um, for my lock, this is the team I will be going with uh, in my Survivor League. Oh. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, I love it. I'm all aboard the Jags train. Over over the Texans. Uh, dude, the Jaguars are – I mean, they kind of look legit. They absolutely I mean, as legit, legit. I mean, as legit as, you know, I mean, not like Super Bowl contenders. No, no, but legit for the Jags. I mean, this is yeah. a team that's been the <laughs> worst team in the league like two or three years in a row. Yeah, and it's and it, and they're playing the Texans, so, you know, they stink. Yeah, so there. I figure for I, I figure for my survivor. I mean, if you can if you can take the Jags on a game, you got to go for it. You know, try to keep some of those high profile teams to to uh, the later weeks in the season. Yeah, I'm going for the Jags this week. Um, Trevor Lawrence is actually, I mean, he's looking like a completely different quarterback from last season, and this is making Urban Meyer's tenure in Jacksonville look a lot worse than it already was. I mean, quite possibly the worst tenure a head coach has ever had. Like I, I refuse to believe that you could give me a worse one. No, I don't think I can. I mean, it was, it was clear that uh, urban Meyer was too busy, you know, fingering co-ed's buttholes, you know, yeah. down there. So yeah, it does not help <laughs> kicking <laughs> kickers and whatever. Ah, weird, weird stuff. Yeah. So I think, I mean, the turnaround, you know, again, this is just going to be an average team. It's not going to be, you know, we're talking like, like the Detroit Lions. We're like, you know, if they get five, six wins, I mean, hell yeah. It's like they won the Super Bowl. That's better than the, than we expected out of them. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm loving them against the Texans. Texans are fucking dead, obviously. So we'll see. Yeah. Hope, no. Hopefully we can, we, we can uh, move on the next week and survive and yep. get a win on my on our picks for the podcast. <laughs> Seriously. Fucking hell. Seriously. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm going to go. And uh, again, I'm surprised. And you know what? I'm not surprised because they're on the road. 
But my lock's going to be San Francisco against the Carolina Panthers. As we've talked about, Baker Mayfield could be the worst quarterback in the league right now. And Jimmy G's just getting familiar with the playbook again. I mean, he was a late addition to the roster with the Mm -hmm. sign-on, took over for Trey Lance. I think they're just going to keep getting better. And I think the Panthers are just going to keep getting worse. So they're six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, which is, um, you know, that's probably fair, actually. Uh, But, I mean, I can't. It's so hard to go any direction of Baker Mayfield right now. I mean, unless you just dish the ball after Christian McCaffrey all day, I don't understand how you could possibly expect to win a game with Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like that. It's, I think it's a safe pick. Yeah, it is. But <clears throat> I also thought about taking the Buccaneers against the Falcons, and that one seemed even safer. So I, I went with the spicy route. Yeah, does Jimmy G slide into Giselle's? DMs. I mean, he's handsome enough. I mean, he's he's, he's a, handsome he's Jimmy. A, he's a beautiful fucking dude. He is. Looks like he was <laughs> sculpted by angels. I think that's a yeah. quote from Shrek. Sculpted by angels. Um, yeah. So hey, I mean, right. there's a lot of prospects out there for Giselle. So yeah, there are going to be a line out her door. I'm one of them, but uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't like my odds here. <laughs> hey, I'm rooting for you, kid. Hey. All right, Scott, let's find ourselves a head-to-head here. It's not a, not a great slate when it comes to these this week, but. No, the, I mean, the spreads I'm looking at is like two and a half with the Tennessee Titans and Commanders. Fuck yeah, that. That's I don't such a that hideous to... game anyways. I Other mean, that, I, think, I think it's uh, three-point spreads here. It is. I mean, I guess the real options would be Ravens, Bengals, Cowboys, Rams, and, uh, Lions Packers, I guess. Yeah. Um. Here, I'll, I'll toss one out to you. I think the Cowboys could beat the Rams. What do you think about that? You like mm. the Rams enough to head to head it? I was looking at that game. I was think. I was. I was thinking that actually. Uh, I was thinking about taking a- it as my upset. I I did too, but uh, ah, no, no, no. Let, let's. Uh... Let me look around these games a little bit more. Bengals Ravens could be fun just because it's AFC, AFC North. North and it's prime time. I like that too. In Baltimore, yeah, Baltimore favored by three. You think since he has a chance, or I do. Uh, I don't like it enough, though. Yeah, fair enough. I was going to say I'd, I'd, I'd I'd rather, Ravens. I'd rather have the Rams, honestly, over the Bengals. Let's do it. I'll roll with our boy Cooper Rush. All right. How about them boys? We them boy. Yeah. Fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, I'll take the Rams. Let's do it. All right. Minus four and a half. Yep. So a little higher spread than we like to do, but like we said, it's a pretty slim pickings this week. Um, but you know, I gotta believe in uh, that they're gonna let Coop cook. Hey, we got another London game this uh, yeah this weekend. Packers at the crack of dawn. Oh my god, seven thirty Eastern time. That is outrageous. Oh yeah, that's ooh. <laughs> I thought it was late, an hour later than that. No, it's no, it's nine. No, it's nine thirty a.m. for me. Oh, you're right. Yep, I went the wrong way. Yeah, I'm I'm here in eight thirty land, so I'll take that. Yeah. So uh, get your crumpets, your beans, <laughs> and, your beans and toast, <laughs> beans your fucking and trash. Toast. You fish sticks, dude. I've seen that. I've seen pictures of their breakfast. They look. Oh, it's terrible. And they always try to 
play it off as if it's okay. And it's Dude, like, they stole, no, they it's stole, they stole, they stole everyone's spices back, you know, during they, colonization and they just refused to use them. I was going to say, what'd they take them for? Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't it make no sense. sense. All right. Well, all right. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Top ship. Um, yeah. So thanks again for listening to the few viewers that do. We love you. Uh, maybe we'll try to. Yeah, let's tr- let's honestly try to do a like a live show for a bit. You know, on Monday night or something. I'm down. I yeah. Do all right. Um, this episode will drop tomorrow after I'm done editing it i am out for the weekend i will be driving home all day sunday come back from the beach so uh we'll try to watch as many highlights as i can but it's a hefty uh, drive yeah kevin you might have to carry it next week so hopefully you're around watching all the games i can do it i will be on top of it yeah all right um thank you again we love you all uh rest in peace to tom brady's marriage uh, sad to see. Um, but let's uh, get ready for another great fucking weekend of football. Ooh. Can't wait. And it starts all day Sunday. Oh yeah, all day when all you wake day. up. Can't can't watch all day if you don't start early. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you guys.